Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Mental Health Check-In with Leek. Today, I have a special guest, my friend, my sister, Nikki. How are you? Yes, I'm good. Happy to be here. Happy to talk on this subject. And thanks for having me. No problem. I know this has been on before I kill it. This <laughs> like a long time. So, you know, I'm glad it's finally happened. You know, it happens in time, you know. I feel no, like that was time probably wasn't the best time, you know, especially me not being in the best mental health space and mm-hmm. everything. Now that you're working, you're working a lot and you're busy. So <laughs> glad it's happening. No, for sure. And then, you know, it's always like more recent experiences I can talk on. And, you know, so yeah. everything happens for a reason. So it's all good. Yeah, so let's get into this episode. I want to ask you this question. I asked all my guests this question, and I want to ask you, how is your mental health? Mental health right now, currently, it is pretty good. Like, to be transparent, I've been having some, like, migraine issues pretty heavy in the last couple weeks. Um, So that's very easy for me to, like, fall in, like, a bad place, and I'm like, I don't feel good, and all that kind of stuff. Um, But, like, trying to stay positive and all that. I also see a therapist um, every two weeks, something like that, once a month, depending on what my schedule is. Yeah. Um, so I'm really good at like keeping up with that um, and trying, you know, journaling and all that, trying to be better with the journaling because I'm definitely not good just to like make sure my head's like in a good place. So yeah, I'm not currently. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I love asking that question. I don't like tape record. I see that. I love asking that question because I feel like I could say, Nikki, how are you? You could be like, I'm doing okay. But if I ask you mm-hmm. how's your mental health, you'll be like, you know what? I'm all doing okay, but mentally I'm struggling. So that opens up the door Absolutely. for people to be more honest about, you know, how they really mm-hmm. feel. So thank you for answering that question. What are our favorite questions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Favorites. Um, and next question for you. Growing up, was it okay not to be okay for you? Um, you know, I, I want to say my mom did an okay job you know saying you know all parents try to say right like you can come to me and stuff like that did we actually put that in practice no and I think for a lot of us and even to this day right it's easier to just say I'm good even if you're not um so you know it's a yes and no question a yes and no answer for me rather like yes it was but did I put it into practice not really you know I love answering that question. That's our second best mm-hmm. question to ask after mm-hmm. that because I feel like you get to go into like when I ask that question, people grew up differently, you know, different mm-hmm. backgrounds, different cultures. And it's always exciting to see people answer to that question because you know everybody grew up differently. So thank you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. answering that question. Um, my next question for you is um, what does mental health mean to you? I mean, mental health now as an adult means to me like all the things, right? So like, physical health, mental health, spiritual health, all of that should be taken seriously. All of that should be taken in the same accord. And like, obviously we all know everybody's always worried about like physical health, but like if something's going on with your physical health, chances are that your mental health is struggling either way. And then one of the biggest things that I got um, when I was telling people I got diagnosed with lupus and then I started going through depression was like, oh, but you had a reason 
to go through depression, you yeah. know? And I'm like, but you don't need a reason for your mental health to be, you know, jacked up for lack of a better word, right? Like you don't need a reason. They could, anything can trigger that and anything can mean that you need to um, deal with it, you know? So I think at this point in my life is just, it needs to be taken just as seriously as physical health, spiritual, all of that kind of stuff. Yes, 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 yes. I love that. I love that. And you mentioned, um, you know, you know, you being diagnosed with lupus. Can you like talk more about that? You know, how was that journey for you? You mm -hmm. know, you know, talk about it. Yeah. So lupus is an autoimmune disease. It can affect your skin, joints, organs, um, all of that stuff. Symptoms include fatigue, rash. Um, you can lose your hair, your organs obviously can be affected. So it usually goes for your kidneys first, heart, brain, all that kind of stuff. Uh, joint pain. I mean, the list goes on and on. There's like a whole list somewhere on the internet. I had pretty much every symptom there was. So I got diagnosed relatively quickly, if you will. Um, but with that, you know, obviously my health was suffering pretty badly and I had never had depression prior to this. Yeah. Um, even though it runs in my family, like, uh, my dad has, uh, is diagnosed with depression. Um, so I didn't really, I didn't know I was depressed until after I got out of that season. Like it was probably three or four months straight. I'm like down in the dumps, but I'm faking it. You know, I'm still, I'm not answering really no texts or calls, but when I was around people, I would fake it, you know, um, my boyfriend at the time, like faking it, like he knew something was wrong. Everyone knew something was wrong. I'm just faking it, acting like everything's yeah. okay. And now looking back, you know, it took me to go through that to now understand how people feel when they're depressed and what those symptoms can look like, you know, yeah. and like, that's why I'm so, I'm so focused on like my mental health at this point to like make sure that it's good because I know what it looks like to get in that place, you know, and it doesn't, it won't have to be me necessarily being sick or going through it. It could be anything. So that's yeah. why I'm so like on top of it. That's why I'm so like, on it about talking to people like if we if you need the help let's get you the help you know because you should be living your best life in the best way possible right and that just might mean for some people that means taking meds you know for some people that might look like something else so let's get you to your best self basically if I can help with that it's um like people that's listening I know Nikki and we used to you know go to church together mm -hmm. used to go to her church and like she always had you know you was on the greeting team right greeting team yeah, so she always had great energy. So I never knew that you know her battle with lupus. I think I didn't never knew until like after mm -hmm. like I looked at Twitter and I saw you post it on, on Facebook. And mm -hmm. if you were in pain, sometimes I never knew. Nikki always had a smile on her face. Yeah. She always mm -hmm. was welcoming, you know, greeting people. So mm -hmm. like when I found out about that, like my heart went out to you. I'm just like, wow, like she's strong, you know, like yeah. Wow, I mean, I'm just blessed, honestly. Like, it's just, it's been a long, you know, it's been a long, like, struggle. I've had it almost for 10 years now, so I kind of know my body pretty well. And, like, in the beginning, was it's always going to be the worst in the beginning. But once you, like, learn your body and, like, luckily my meds and all that stuff work for me. So, you know, it works out. But, I mean, that's also just taking my meds and doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yes, and my next question for you, are you doing any advocacy work for um lupus um am i doing yes so i am technically an ambassador like for real for real <laughs> uh title wise 
Um, so within that, I talked to a lot of people newly diagnosed. And funny enough, we are talking about mental health. That's probably one of the first questions I asked as well. Like, how's your mental health doing with this? How are you doing with your diagnosis? Who is your support system? And can we get you a therapist? Um, what gets a little uh, weird about that is that sometimes, you know, they want somebody that kind of has experience in dealing with people with like autoimmune yeah. people diagnosed with disease and that's a little harder to find at least in my experience I mean I'm lucky my therapist mom has lupus so like which was like totally god sent because like did not even ask that question when I first was like trying to get a therapist I was just like oh I just want a Latina therapist and she's like oh by the way my mom has lupus or whatever yeah. um but that's not the case for everybody so that's the only thing that gets a little like mm. But if they're willing to like work with me, like I'm like, we can get you a therapist that just specializes in everything and then see where that goes from there. So. Yeah. Thank you for sharing it. Um, my next question for you, right? There is a stigma surrounding mental health, right? But there's mm-hmm. also a stigma surrounding, you know, women's mental health, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they say, you know, I, said, I feel like I said this earlier, but I didn't mean it, but like they say, women, you're strong, you got mm-hmm. this, you know? she'll get through it, you know, she's mm-hmm. strong, you know, what do you say to that stigma out there? Because, you know, women are strong, but y'all have feelings too. Uh, I mean, you know, I think we have to, it's, it's what you said earlier though, right? Like you have to be okay with not being okay. Um, and I think everybody always says like, check on the strong friend, right? So yeah. making sure you're surrounded with people that can check in on you, just like you can check in on them. And then also being honest with people, like I've learned to do this in adulthood, like especially in the last year or two being like, I can't be there for you the way you need me to be there right now. Like I just can't for my mental health sake, I got to like step out of this situation. I hope that you get the help you need. I hope that you can find the support system that you need at this time, but I cannot help you right now. And I think we just all need to be better at being like honest. Um, And it's hard, right? Because it's just like what you said, like, Oh, yeah. people ask if you're okay, but they don't ask about your mental health, right? Because people don't, are not, that's not a common question that we ask. That's not really part of everyday language. But like, if you got close people with you, close friends, people you're calling every day, that should be a, a regular question y'all asking. That's, that should just be the norm at this point. Yes. So, mm-hmm. Okay, a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> next question for you. Before we get to the next question, I'm going to say, anybody out there struggling with any thoughts of suicide or any deep depression or suicide ideation, there is a crisis line number out there. The number is 988, guys. It's so easy to dial 988. Please dial that number if you or someone is struggling with any thoughts of suicide or deep dark depression. You can call them if you're bored and need somebody to talk to. They are there. 365 days. <laughs> they are there. Um, my question I want to answer, I want to answer it first because I try to answer it to make my guests feel comfortable if they want to answer it or not. Um, have you ever dealt with any thoughts of suicide or thoughts of not being here? No, it's the first. Um, as a child, you know, well, I tell the story over and over again. As a child, I was sexually abused by two of my male cousins. And, you know, I didn't start dealing with that trauma until I got to 26, 27. Um, actually, no, before that, I had a nervous breakdown at work when I started crying and I was thinking about what happened. Um, but when I got to the church that you go to, um, mm-hmm. I realized I had issues with men because of that sexual abuse. So, you know, my mental health was messed up. I was de- I started getting depressed, super, super depressed. I started having suicidal thoughts, wanting to die. It was just like so bad. And then, you know, 2019, you know, I lost my mom to liver cancer. And then nine months later, 
I lost my sister. So like people, it's like somebody's telling me before it was like um, somebody warned them about my me and how I am mentally and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was crazy. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, damn, it hurt my feelings because like did they t- I was like, did they tell you I lost my mom and mm-hmm. then I lost my sister and I was like, that's when it was real bad. They, they was like, no. I was like, that's crazy for somebody to try to warn you about me and not tell you, you know, I lost my mom. Like I was super depressed. Uh but recently, not that long ago, before I started taking shrooms, you know, I don't not a professional mental, I'm not a doctor now, but I started taking these psychedelic mushrooms. That's gummy form. They are so nice, guys. I haven't had any suicidal thoughts or um, deep depression. I have not had that. Like, I was almost in a car accident. It wasn't even my fault. You know, mm-hmm. I was riding through my green light and this car just wanted to keep going and almost in my car. Thank God that could have been bad, but thank God I'm here. But I did not get angry. I did not get sad. And, you know, you know, um, it's like, it's so sad. It's so like, heavy sometimes you know when you feel alone guys I get it when you feel alone you feel depressed mm-hmm. you feel like nobody understands you and um I think you you said what you were saying earlier about checking you know check on your strong friends or just friends in general um I'm thankful for the people that came you know checked on me because I don't live in Philly where I stay in Delaware now so it's like mm-hmm. it gets lonely sometimes nobody you know before it comes up here <laughs> but one, <laughs> I do have one friend I do have one friend that comes past after he comes mm-hmm. to work they go to Philly and just see how I'm doing and stuff like that but enough about me. Have you ever done thoughts of suicide or just any thoughts of being not, not want to be here? Well, first, thanks for sharing me because I know you're always like really honest on social media. And I think that goes a long way. I'm always telling people, people root for you out loud and quietly. Yeah. So proud of you. Appreciate you. Um, <laughs> I have not. The only time that I literally was like, yo, I'm good if I'm not here anymore was, was like when I first got diagnosed, probably like a month and a half in. And I was in so much pain. And like, I remember it clearly because it was like the morning of my brother's like high school graduation. I was like, I cannot live like this. If this is what this is going to look like, I'm good. Like, God, you can take me. I'm good. I'm not going to try to do it on my own. But if this is it for me, this is it. And that was probably like the lowest point. And then like, you know, then my mental health was like pretty much shot for like two or three months after that. Yeah. Um, but that was like the only time that I... um really felt like that so um my heart bleeds when anybody ever tells me anything like that because I'm just like you know for me like for anybody um for you anybody to think that they're not worth being here you know and especially like after COVID like I think if you're here after COVID if you don't think you have a purpose in this world at this point like I pray that you find that purpose and what that looks like for you because I'm just like I just that like my heart breaks when people say stuff like that so (sighs) Guys, Nikki is dope. <laughs> Spirit is just... <laughs> I gotta understand. I know y'all listening and everything, but I've actually been around her. Her spirit is so, so dope. Um, anybody out there struggling with thoughts of suicide, please, 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 I'll mention this in every episode. I have to talk about this because it's important. So many people out here are, you know, making sure I use the correct term, dying by suicide, not commit. They're dying by suicide. They feel like they don't have no one to talk to. They feel like because of the stigma, you know, it breaks my heart, you know, to see kids commit, you know, I mean, die by suicide. It breaks my, like, this guy, I just want to read this. This guy, his lost his 13-year-old son. And, you know, we hear about kids, you know, die by suicide. And when I tell you that broke my heart, like, I was in one of these groups, these support groups, crying. I was, I don't even know that guy. And it just 
breaks my heart that a kid, you know, they know to go to there. They know to think that. So, guys, if you are struggling, you know, kids, whoever are struggling, please dial 988 or get into a church group. You know, groups are out there. Get into some type of community. I volunteer for Nami Bus County, PA. They have free online support groups. Yes, it is free at no cost. They have different support groups. They have a Black Minds Matter support group. Um, they have a lot. Tino, I think it's Connection. <laughs> Connection support groups. Um, they have anxiety, depression, women's um, peer support, um, goal setting, different type of groups. NAMI is nationwide, you know, worldwide, and they have different chapters and they all have support groups. Please make sure you guys get into some type of community. You are better here. The world needs you. Yeah. So, I love that. So many <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I say it again. So many resources. I love you know, it. It's crazy. When you Google resources, it's so many free resources out there. Because mm-hmm. before, my friend, I'm, I probably know Natasha that, that goes to the not, uh, You probably know Natasha. She just got married. It sounds familiar. Yeah. I think I just got married. She, um, she, the one, I was like, when I started speaking, I was like, I want to start doing stuff because I started speaking about sexual abuse. And she failed Nami for me. And okay. the rest was the rest was history. Like I started mm-hmm. facilitating support groups. Well, just black my man support groups, and I started doing more groups and everything. Then mm-hmm. that led to like me speaking at some schools with Nami okay. West County, then Nami Philadelphia speaking at schools. That led to my Instagram live, which I turned it Instagram live into whole chicken, which I turned it into a podcast now, mm-hmm. which is uh, amazing. You know, I just mm-hmm. thank God, you know, for that journey. So dope. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome you lead support groups i lead i lead lupus support groups so i know right. kind of what those conversations how did that come about yes yeah oh my god i i literally like i don't even they asked me to do it and then i yeah. was like already thinking about it and then i agreed and i've been doing it for like since before the pandemic i guess yeah um and now we strictly do zoom um but it's like it's just fun to connect with the ladies but like my biggest thing is like one I always obviously is to give people like space to speak right just know that they're not alone that's like the biggest thing that's what I wish I would have done in the beginning like just know that there's community um which is so funny because like the block's all about that right like community but like it really does serve in like every area of your life um and also I'm really big on like resources because like you said there's like free resources there's free clinical trials like you get paid for and I'm just like if we're going to go through this disease we need to be getting paid for it and we need to make somebody else's life better that's dealing with this tomorrow so I'm big on like let me send you this this dietitian this person that's helping people one-on-one um in a couple weeks I get to go to a conference that's like national in dc and like i'm so excited because like not only do i connect with some people old and new but you know you just get to hear what's the new treatments looking like you know like how can we better support people what are people looking at and stuff like that so and mental health always comes into that conversation which is great so i'm excited i love that i love that i love it (laughs) love that so my next question for you where are some good coping skills you can recommend to someone that's struggling with their mental health. And before she answers, ladies and gentlemen, um, my coping skills, her coping skills may not work for you, but I like to mention different coping skills because it may work for someone. Yeah. Um, it's so funny because I think I was listening to your podcast week and I used to think like therapy was the answer to everything. And like, I yeah. quickly found out that that is not 
for everybody. Yeah. So, you know, for me, like, again, I am in therapy. Um, I do try to like journal and like, I'm not only because of my mental health, but also because of my lupus. Like I know when I need to take it easy and take a break. I have really good friends that I'm able to talk to and like vent with and stuff like that. Um, and my family is like a really good support group system as well. People at the church yeah. really good. Like if I'm going through it, I'm like, yo, I'm going through it this week. I need prayer, all the things. Um, but you know, I, I realized listening to your podcast and listening to someone else that I had heard in the last couple of weeks, just like doing things that make you feel good. Right. And that please doesn't always involve drugs and alcohol for the love of God. Yeah. Like, can we go like enjoy the sunlight? You know what I'm saying? Go like on vacation yeah. though. Like that's not always like far, but like the beach, a little weekend trip, the park, something, you know, like get and get yourself with some good folks man like if you're yeah. with people that are complaining and like down in the dumps that lord knows probably need to take care of their mental health as well it's like you can't be with that's definitely yeah. going to affect your mental health if you're with people that are down in the dumps all day you know or and or just drugging themselves up drinking all day like that's not going to make anybody feel good mental health physical health you know what i'm saying yeah so um, I just wish more people would like, I don't know, do healthier activities. <laughs> That's my biggest thing. And I know it's not like, you know, clear cut and easy. And I know when you're going through it, it's like not always like that. And sometimes you yeah. got to get to that point. And like, I'm aware of that. And I think we've all done things that weren't the healthiest thing to like, you know, self-medicate, whatever that is. Um, yeah. But like when you come out on the other side of that, you're like, man, I wish I would have did this differently. You know, I actually wish I would have reached out to that person who offered yeah. for me to reach out to them if I'm going through it. So that's my biggest thing with that. Yeah. Yes, I love coping skills. Coping skills are different for everybody, guys. You mm -hmm. know, like therapy is a must. And just like Nikki said, mm -hmm. therapy definitely isn't for everybody. There's some people I know yeah. it's just therapy isn't for them. Mm -hmm um journal you know she says she does that you know taking a walk can help you um meditation it don't work for me but it may work for somebody else yeah. um actually, actually, i fall asleep during meditation but you know some folks that works for exercise like getting in the gym that yes. serotonin like i don't go to the gym like that but i know it helps yeah it does you know? i don't go to the gym like that either and i do it yeah i remember one time when i used to be depressed when I was living in Philly, I used to go to the gym. Every time I was supposed to go to the gym and then work, you know, my it to clear my mind. I felt good. And it definitely works. So guys, there's different coping skills mm -hmm. for everybody. And maybe know? interview a couple more therapists. I don't know, because therapists is kind of like that. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like regular yeah. doctors. Like you might not like a doctor you're going to and you'd be like, you know what, I need to switch up. I need to call somebody yeah. else. Like I don't think I, I think if you try one therapist and it doesn't work, I think you should try a couple before you make that final decision, you know, and then make sure that that therapist specializes in what you need. Like if you're suffering with anxiety, depression, or you have childhood trauma or all three, you got to get somebody that specializes. Yes. In I'm sorry. You know yes, what I'm saying? Like if that person don't specialize in that, I'm not saying they're a bad therapist. I'm just saying they might not be able to help you to the fullest extent, you know? So yeah. I don't know. I loved it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. And to me, where I just was doing talk therapy, I'm just like, this talk therapy is not working. I need to find the right therapist. So, you know, I found the right person that specializes in trauma that can help people. Mm -hmm. So that is definitely true. Um, mm -hmm. My last question for you before we go is 
Um, can you tell someone why it is important that they put their mental health first, right? You know, a lot of us that struggle with mental health issues, we see we tend to put other people first before our own mental health. Can you let that let the person that's listening know why it's important to put their mental health first. I think if people start putting their mental health first, we can stop this stigma, get rid of this stigma once and for all. I think we're moving in the right direction. Correct me if I'm wrong, Lee. I think people are talking more about mental health is not being as much of a taboo subject. Like I tell people very openly that I go to therapy, not a question if it comes, I mean, if it doesn't come up, if it does come up, it usually comes up somehow because of the work I do and all that. But I think the more we talk about it and the more we put it in the forefront, we're doing a big service to generations after us that this is a normal thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think overall, this country's mental health can be addressed. There can be new policies. It's not like an arm and a leg to get a pay for a therapist. There would be more free resources and then not be jumping over hoops to get it if all of us start talking about it as regularly as we do physical health. That's why I think people should put it to the forefront for sure. And also you putting your mental health first and talking about it more allows other people to open up to you and get the help that they need, right? That's why it's so important when like people like you share their story because I think the biggest thing is people know like, wow, I'm not alone in this. I'm not, and this person's doing better and this is what they did to do better. So let me do the same thing or find what works for me. Yes, that is so <laughs> true. Like put your mental health first because nobody's going to put your mental health first like you're going to put your first. Before you be there for others, you have to be there for yourself. And I am testimony to I just think everybody deserves to live their best life, live yes. their best life, like fully, completely, like in the right state of mind. And like, that might mean meds for some people that might not mean meds for other people. But like, I don't, I hate when people stigmatize the whole med thing, because like I take yes. meds for my lupus to live my best life, because without them, I wouldn't be, I can talk as easily as I'm talking to you. I'd be tired. I'd be fatigued. So like, if you yeah. need to take antidepressants to live your best life and to fully do it, like, let's do it so that you can have the job and have the friends and just, you know, be happy. You know, it's not your fault. Like, it's not your fault at all. So. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Nikki, <laughs> thank you so much for coming you know. on and to just talk mental health. This was good episode this is so good and stuff like that you know thank you for you know being brave i know like you said people are talking about it more and mm -hmm. you know they are definitely talking about it more but it's still people out there struggling and silent so i always say if i get one listener two listeners it don't matter to me if somebody can hear this episode and be like damn you know nikki and Lee was talking nikki and Lee was talking about something and it helped me want to get help that's all that matters to me you know all that matters to me so thank you for saying thank yes. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. You're doing good work. Thank you. All right.